What's up, Blues fans? Anthony from Texas Blues Alley here. It's Free Lesson Friday. We have a great free lesson and an even greater extended length lesson for our members. We are coming up on the 25th anniversary of Kenny Wayne Shepherd's album, Trouble Is. In my mind, was even better than his first one. It had many great songs. One of them was Chase the Rainbow. And I loved that song. The rhythm was just... So here's what I'm going to do today. For the free lesson, I am going to teach you note for note the rhythm pattern used throughout the verses. Okay? It's going to give you a lot to chew on. It is not easy, but it's also not complicated. You will not have trouble understanding this rhythm. You may have trouble playing it depending on how good your muting and raking technique is and your sense of syncopation. But then for my members, I'm going to do an extended length lesson where I back up and I teach the intro, what's different about that. Then we go on to the choruses and I teach the little vamp that he does there. And then I talk about the key change into the solo and the key change back out of the solo and then the re repetition of the chorus at the end. I basically cover the rhythm of the whole song in the extended lesson. But for most of you on YouTube, you will have enough to chew on with this lesson for a while. Uh, and I'll show you the tablature as I'm going through. But our members are going to have access to the full tablature for the rhythm and a backing track. Let's get into it. Let's take a look at our fretboard and get situated to see where we're at. So we're in the key of A, and that puts our root marker here at the fifth fret. And I have up here first... Uh, box one because box one is where we are used to seeing that when we're soloing and the first part of the rhythm those are all notes right out of box one and then i have here an e4 major chord we're going to be playing the octave at the octave at the bottom of this uh chord so we got the low e, e. order that I think about things in my mind. So we're playing a little lick out of box one. Okay, let me just highlight these at the same time here. We're taking two notes out of the E form. A little seventh triad. And so that's our first chord accent there. Okay. When we get to the four chord, as I walk through this, we're going to be playing a ninth chord that's rooted right here at the root fret, but on the and over the five chord, just moving that up two fret. These three chords right here, one, four, five. Those are the primary things that we are going to be playing for chords with a little bit of intro from box one and just keeping in mind our reference there. So let's switch over to the tablature and let's take a look at what constitutes our main rhythms.
I am going to be covering the intro in an extended lesson for my members, uh, but the main rhythm, we kind of come in at the end of the... That's kind of where verse one starts. Uh, so I'm going to highlight this little section right here. This is what I consider one repetition of this main rhythm. Nope, I definitely did that wrong. There we go. This is the smallest portion that you should get used to looping and repeating. We're going to be walking, let me switch back here, from 5 to 7 on the A string. Up to 5 on the D string. Back down to 7 on the A string. And then 5 to 7 on the D string. And that takes us smack up to the end of the bar. And it might feel natural to go right to the low E string. What actually makes this rhythm special is you can see these two little rakes before we get to that note. Okay. So we got a little triplet there. And then the low E string at the fifth fret. Okay, that's one of the first tricks. And then you hold that. And then four distinct hits. That little triad that, we sh that I showed on the fretboard. Seventh fret of the D string. Sixth fret of the G string. Eighth fret of the E string. Okay. Now at the very end, there's a very short rest and then a rake before we go into the rhythm again. And getting that pause and that rake is what is necessary to form a perfect loop. Now, I have in here as a pause because I want you to think about the break, but realistically, you could make this another rake and then you would have just continuous strumming. Okay. So whether you leave it as a rest or you play it as a muted strum, as a rake, uh, doesn't really matter as long as you make sure you have four distinct hits on that chord. So now let's back up a little bit. I said that we come into this chorus in the middle of that pattern. So at the end of the intro is where you'll hear him start singing. And we hit the beginning of this verse midway through the first uh, vocal line. That's actually where bar one starts. Uh, so the main rhythm is offset from the bars. You can see if we think of this as the start of our rhythm, then it then this part right here, that marks the start of the next bar. So we basically play it four times, one, two, three, four, to cover bars one through four, but it's not exactly aligned with the start of the bars, if you catch my meaning there. So let's talk about what happens when we get to the four chord.
Look at this transition up to the four chord. Okay. Let me blow up my uh, video here so you can see it. Instead of jumping up here to the seventh fret, we're going to drop down here to the sixth fret to lead into the four chord. Okay. That way we're kind of hinting at the four chord that's approaching. We're leading right into that root note of the chord that we're going to play, that ninth chord. Okay? But what's different is that we don't do... We don't do that hiccup. We just land right on it. Okay, so that's the first thing you need to get used to uh, when we get to this four chord transition. Okay, switch back to our tabs here. You can see we land right there with two hits on the five of the A string. Okay, then we play the same four strums on this ninth chord as we would have uh, when we were playing the rhythm over the one chord. But here we have a little syncopation pattern. Okay, what we have here is four hits on that chord, two muted rakes, two more another muted rake, and then dropping it one half step. And then we repeat that, but this time without the extra stuff. Okay, so that just applies to bar five, where we jump to the four chord. And then at, by the time we get to the next bar, it's already time to start transitioning back to the one. So we just pick up with our main rhythm again. You can see here. Then our old friend, the double rake before we go into the low, low note. That takes us through bars seven and eight. Now we're getting ready to transition to bar nine where we go to the five chord and we have another modified version of this. We modify this to lead into the five chord this time. So we go five to seven, A string, five on the D string, 
A string, but then we backtrack to five. And we walk up five to six so that when we get to bar nine, we've landed here at the seventh fret of the A string, the root of that same ninth chord, just on the A string. And we're going to do the exact same thing that we did before. That is the exact same strumming pattern over the five chord, but what's different is that we use this instead of kind of as a James Brown type. Instead of jumping back, we're using this as a way to walk down to that same chord that we played over the four chord, and then we're back into our usual we're back into that main rhythm over the one chord again two more times and then the next repetition leads us into the next verse let's just walk through all that one more time to make sure that you got all of it we lead into the chorus with that little uh that little lick there two strums then the low E string and four hits there, then two rakes or a pause and a rake. We repeat that main rhythm four times. When we go to the four chord, we drop down here to the sixth fret instead of going up to the seventh. syncopated pattern we start it again but then we get revert right back to our main rhythm about that then we get ready to transition to the five chord same syncopation pattern the four chord then back into the one two more times and then we're done with that verse and when we start repeating it that's leading us into the next verse all right so as you can see the rhythm is not easy because there's a lot of muting that has to go on when you're raking across all of these strings but it's also not complicated. It's just three chords, a little that we do one way over the one chord, another way over the four chord, and a third way over the five chord. And then the rest is just those, those syncopation patterns and that's it. And the, the whole point that I wanna make here is that most great rhythm parts are they're not always difficult to play they're certainly not always easy but the point is is that they're not usually very complicated at least not in blues and not in blues rock and if you can play something like this rock solid 
without any mistakes, it comes out sounding much bigger than it really is. And so that's all that I wanted to get across to you today in this free lesson. Uh, like I said, what I'm going to do now for my members is I'm going to go through the intro because there's a few subtleties in the intro that are different. Then I'm going to walk them through the... I'm going to walk them through uh, those that I'm kind of calling the chorus. Then we'll talk about... about the key change and then i'll talk about the the ending so uh our locals members are going to get tablature for the whole rhythm there throughout the song and i'll put together a backing track for them but i hope the rest of you enjoyed this free lesson uh check out kenny wayne shepherd's 25th anniversary of this album uh i believe they re-recorded the whole thing uh, i don't know if that was live or in the studio but anyway i'm a huge fan i know many of you are too so check it out and uh until next time thanks for watching